Welcome back to Netflix and Kill, the podcast dedicated to reviewing and documenting the horror films of Netflix. I'm Kai. Not when I'm around. Not when I'm around. <laughs> I no, know. I, whenever, whenever I'm around, no, we're watching movies that aren't on Netflix exclusively. I don't know what it is. <laughs> Apparently so. I mean, we are doing a Nick Cage month, and I don't think any of the movies we've talked about so far have been on Netflix, but Nick Cage, so who cares, really? I'm I'm Marty, Nick if Cage? anyone cared to know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, hello, oh, Marty. Yeah. And we have a guest. And and me, and me. Hi, um, hello. Or here, rather. Um, my, my name is Jupiter. Uh, you might have heard my voice before. I've been on this podcast before. Uh, and, uh, yeah, I don't know. I do a lot of stuff on the internet. We'll do plugs at the end, probably. Yeah. Yeah. Hi. Hello. Hi. Uh, OMG, hi. So, 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 OMG, hi. So, we, we did watch Willy's Wonderlands today. That is, that is absolutely a thing that we did today. Yeah. <laughs> we, yep. Yeah. So... I, and I and I want to tell the two of you that watching Willy's Wonderland is the last thing, literally the last thing that I'm doing before I'm packing up my office and moving. Wonderful. So it's a good Wonderland. Last... Yeah, <laughs> it's a good last memory. Yeah, this is this is one of my last memories of this space, uh, and. Um, you know what? It's a it's a good one. It's a good one. Um, wow, I I I have a lot to say about this movie, but uh, I suppose hey hey Kai Marty, it's your show. You want to introduce the movie and <laughs> sure. I mean, I'm <laughs> happy to take over the whole thing. Yeah, I'm happy with whatever because you know what? Sometimes it's nice to have a break from talking but yeah we can introduce the movie so we are on our third week of the nicholas cage month um we've talked about the remake of the wicker man and about mandy so we had a really good movie and a really bad movie <laughs> um this movie which I one's would... which mandy was the good one wicker man's the bad. <laughs> okay yeah. um this movie I... I would put like square in the middle of like uh but we'll get to that later, I guess. So, yeah. Willy's Wonderland, I honestly have just been referring to as the Five Nights at Freddy's knockoff movie, because that's basically what it is. <laughs> like, yeah. back in 2015, when Five Nights at Freddy's was still a thing, everyone wanted to get movie rights to it, and um, supposedly they are making a movie of it, but it's been stuck in development hell. So, in the meantime, we've got all these knockoffs. We've had the... Um, what was that? The Banana Splits movie, which I didn't see. Yeah, and, it was not that good at all. And now we have Willy's Wonderland, starring yeah, Nicolas Cage. Yeah. Also, for the record, fr- I, although I, I don't personally care, just to, you know, uh, save your Twitter replies or whatever, uh... uh there is, Five Nights at Freddy's is still a thing, because there's that new, like like triple a game that's coming out okay uh, it's triple a really yeah yeah there's like a i forget what it's called i let hold on let me look into it but yeah it's like um 
I think it might even be like a PS5 exclusive or something. Seriously, wow. Okay, see, I didn't know. Um, Humble I Beginnings work... is a $5 game. Now it's like up there, I guess. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so, I work, I uh, guess like my way of telling is like I work with kids and I don't hear them talk about it anymore. Now uh-huh. the youngins are all about the Fortnite and strangely enough, Roblox. Um, yeah, I don't know kind why of a Roblox is back. Me. I, I don't know why Roblox is back. I feel like Roblox is popular with kids for like, like when I was a kid and then mm-hmm. it went away and then now it's back. And I don't yeah. know what happened. Yeah. But... It's the same thing with Minecraft. It's like, like there's a resurgence in like people really liking Minecraft too. Yeah. Yeah. I wonder um, if it was like pandemic. Probably. Honestly. Maybe. Yeah, maybe. I mean, who knows? Uh, as one of the people who did very much heavily get back into Minecraft, um, I'm not going to say that it wasn't a factor, but also just placing down blocks is peaceful. Yeah. Um, yeah. Now, I do... Okay, so uh, uh, I do have updates, right? So it's called uh, Five Nights at Freddy's Security Breach. That is the name of the AAA game that is coming out. Um, now, I, I am going to show, uh, and this is, you know, great for podcasting. I am going to bring up the image of the I, what I presume is the box art. Oh, good. Um, <laughs> I can't wait. So that we can, we can get a good, a good look. So. Oh. I mean, it honestly does look pretty sick, like design-wise. Yeah art style like like it is it is pretty sick that's very Um, 80s i quite like that yeah it's incredibly 80s i mean you got like fucking freddy fazbar fazbar (laughs) (laughs) i i have instantly become 70 years old (laughs) freddy freddy fazbar he's a rapper oh yeah, that yeah, that's Freddy Fastbar. Yeah. Um, no, um, uh, Freddy Fastbear. I di- almost did it literally again. Uh, in like glam metal, like makeup and power shoulders. Uh, it's it's very sick. There's an alligator with star shades. Um, mm-hmm. now the I, the one I quite th- like the fox with the uh, glam metal haircut. And yeah, the leg warmer. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And the keytar, Ex- yes. Extremely sick. Extremely mm-hmm. sick. Now, there are... Um, in the back of this, there is... Uh, in the back of this image, there is a, a rabbit holding a knife. Uh, now, I don't know anything about this game. I, From what I would guess, this rabbit is like... The, like, the big scare, like, every Five Nights game, like, has the main animatronics, and then there's one big scary one. Uh, like, in the first games, it was, like, Golden Freddy or whatever. Um, I don't, I think this rabbit's name is Vanessa. Uh, Mm. and I'm gonna send another image, which is a, like, statue that they made for this game. Uh, and... Is it just me, or is Vanessa's design weirdly horny? Oh yeah, 
Well, I somehow mean, I was... with every every rabbit somehow ends up being super horny in design. I was kind yeah, of why? thinking that about the fox design too, honestly. Yeah. <laughs> like it yeah, is definitely th- yeah. some furry. We are not like, talking about dream. the movie at all. <laughs> no, no, no. I, I, I think. I think it's well we are you know what we're sort of bridging the gap here because you know five five nights at freddy's security breach like i'm not gonna say these are not sexy designs to at least a little bit right like we we can all sort of get on the same page there i'm asexual i can say whatever i want um uh but like this has definitely got some horny energy and so very much does Willy's Wonderland. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so good segue. Um, so the for, I guess I should back up a little bit. And I'm going to assume that there are people in our audience who might not know what Five Nights at Freddy's is. Um, yes. Yes. So uh, to, to whom the first 15 minutes of this episode are just com- completely impenetrable. Right. and utter bullshit as i like to call it yeah yeah so five nights at freddy's is a video game that takes the concept of the Chuck E. cheeses type restaurant um with the little animatronic characters and it turned it into a horror concept where the animatronics are haunted or whatnot and they go around killing people and you play as a security guard so um that's basically the premise of this movie Nicholas Cage is, um, he gets stranded in this small town in the middle of nowhere because somebody stole a, um, like one of those road spike things from the sheriff and his tire gets popped. And I, now is there, sorry, is there anything that implies that it was stolen from the cops or is yeah, it? She says, I... um, oh, but you're right. Actually. Yeah. She does say but, it yeah, got but... stolen. But she could be lying. Maybe. She could be, given the events of this movie, given the like, uh, I say it in the biggest air quotes imaginable twist. Um, uh, it's I would imagine that it was a setup. Yeah, that's a good point. I didn't think about that, but I, you're right. Um, but anyway, so he gets stuck in this town while his car is being fixed, and so, and because he does not have cash on him to pay for it, and supposedly they only take cash, he agrees to work overnight as a security guard at Willy's Wonderland, which is a closed-down, um, Chuck E. Cheese-type entertainment place. Not a a security guard, a a janitor. Oh, right, a janitor, yeah. Yeah, he is literally credited at, Nicolas Cage is credited in this movie as the janitor. Yeah. Much like and, Neil Flynn in every episode of Scrubs was credited as the janitor. I don't know why I just yeah. thought about that, but yes. <laughs> no, no, but but honestly, honestly, Marty, there I feel like there are some legit parallels between, between this and Scrubs. Between <laughs> between no, between this janitor and that janitor, I feel mm-hmm. like like they could be brothers. They, I mean, neither of them have a set identity. Only one of them just talks a lot, and the other one does not. <laughs> right. One talks quite a lot. One talks not at all. But they are brothers. They are. Not, they are brothers. <laughs> I have not hey, seen hey. Scrubs, so I cannot hey. contribute to this. 
One of the production companies that worked on this movie is JD Entertainment. <laughs> the, the other one is a chicken soup for the soul movie company. <laughs> oh, God. Like, it's a, a screen media subtitle, mm. a chicken soup for the soul entertainment company. <laughs> it gets me every time oh, I think about God. it. They've made dog food and books and now movies. <laughs> And not once, not once has Chicken Soup for the Soul made chicken soup. I'm still mad about it. (sighs) Chicken soup for the tummy. So I'm going to bring us back. Are Um, you? Yes. We're just going to keep going off on Chandage like this. I want to talk about Nick Cage in this movie. So he um, does not say a single word. In the no, entire he movie. Not, he does not say a single thing. Um, and he takes his union uh, uh, union breaks very seriously. I Now, I have a different take on this. But, oh, yeah? But, uh, uh, but I want to sort of, I want to I bury the lead a little bit. Okay. All right. Uh, yeah, so, okay. So... Basically, right, the the janitor, how to describe the janitor? The janitor is a man who uh, is... is. (sighs) Okay, you know what? Enough bearing the lead. I actually am unbearing the lead right now. In this movie, Nick Cage, the janitor, reads to me as... Like, a a toxically masculine character in such a very specific way that I I feel that, like, like, the kind of guy who, like, is so, like, rigid and uh, regimented about the system and how society is supposed to work, quote unquote, and uses his violence in anywhere where he sees appropriate as a way that he can, like, you know, express that violence. Uh, mm. And I, I feel that, like, through his actions in this movie, like, he reads to me as uh, like not a good dude like at all um like like a, a, a severely like bad dude is really? the vibe that i get off of the janitor yeah huh uh, see i got yeah. i had a complete opposite vibes of like yeah i feel like he's a positive portrayal of masculinity i guess because like he never tries to force his will on other people um like he is a loner and which like that has its own negative connotations but he also like i'm used to horror movies where the main male lead is like no this is what we're gonna do and you're gonna follow me and Everyone who follows him is correct, and everyone who doesn't is wrong. And, like, in this movie, it's just not... It's more like he's just caught in this bad situation, and, um... I, but, 
he's but, a but, victim of a corrupt town, so like, sure, he's violent, but he's defending himself from. I I disagree. I disagree, and here's why: because he breaks down the locked door to leave Willy's Wonderland. And all he does with that opportunity is take out the trash and go back in. He has well, the, the opportunity thing, to escape, and he the, chooses not to. But the maybe he's is, trying to rid the town of this They promised problem. him that they would fix his car if he stayed, though. And, like, he's got no money otherwise to get the fuck out of there. I mean, sure. I mean, I guess that's a read you can take. But on the that, other like, hand, That was, he like, also the first thing that happened in the movie, though. No, but uh, but I'm I'm saying that on the other hand, he also super doesn't care about all of the kids dying around him. He super doesn't care about the danger he's in. He super doesn't. He does. I don't see him as a hero. I see him as someone whose violence was useful in this particular situation, but generally isn't. And to me. He reads as a dude that you would definitely not want to be around if his violence didn't happen to be useful. I mean, yeah, that that's a I don't know. I would probably totally... like what he's supposed to be. Um, I mean, I but... would totally hang out with him. Like his little dance at the pinball table. Like I find <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Stupid. I just find something about him so endearing. Like I mean, very obviously, this man is probably a hitman. Like. <laughs> <laughs> yeah like that's like he, I mean, literally yeah, all, the fact that's that like, like literally all i can get from he's that hired to do this job and he could totally like just not give a shit but like he actually cleans stuff up and like i don't know i just yeah. but like he also sets aside breaks for himself it's like okay he sets a timer and like at this certain time he goes and takes a break and drinks a soda and plays pinball. And I'm like, oh, that's fun. Yeah. Like, this guy isn't just all business. He's, like, gonna take care of himself also. And I mean, I, I guess. But he also is so regimented in his breaks that he left someone to die because he needed to go drink a soda. And <laughs> sure, she happened to survive. But the odds were not great. Um, Like... But the bond, uh, the psychic bond between those characters, he knew she was going to live. I don't. I, I do I think, in my mind, I just see him as, like, true neutral. Like, he's just kind of there. Yeah, I mean, I think that's the best read. Because, like, I wouldn't say he's a good guy, necessarily. It's more just that the other characters in this movie are so shitty that, like, it makes him look good in comparison. Yeah, I, don't know. Um, I, I mean, also know. it's I, Nicolas I, Cage, so al like already you're kind of more wanting to endear to him because of that. Like in my yeah, mind, anyways. I more just see him as like someone who's trying to defend himself. Um, because he was, I guess, spoiler alert, he was basically placed there as a sacrifice. Um. Oh, yeah, by well, the yeah. sheriff of the town and mm -hmm. this uh, big rich business owner. Yeah, I, I just like here's my thing, right? Is he got trapped into this into into Willie's Wonderland and uh, kills like two of the animatronics before someone comes in and explains the situation to him and what's going on. And I don't think that this the explanation affects him. He seems to pretty much ignore it and be very singular about his job. 
Um, uh, to me, and like also like the sheriff literally confronting him and telling him, "Hey, I wish you died. I hate you. Uh, I please die to this animatronic." And then he escapes and just sort of like waves to her and doesn't see her as a threat. Uh, after that, like it's I don't know, like. The that to five... me, that just like that just says to me that he's dealt with worse people than this. Yeah, it's for like what a, to me. It's like what a great way to spite somebody is like just to act like you don't care. Mm-hmm. I I don't read it like that at all, and I I think that his like obsession, like I read his obsession with mate the like maintaining this place and like especially his relationship with that pinball machine to be like, I don't know, like representative of like, and I don't know if the movie intended this. I'm not, I don't, I honestly don't care about author intention. I care about what is presented on screen. And to me, it, it very much reads as like a sort of like obsession with, like the not only obsession with like a nostalgic connection to the past, but like an like a commitment to upholding the like systems of violence because it happens to be something that he is good at and enjoys. Um, and so I see him like waving to the cop as like. You know, a, a like you're just doing your job sort of thing, where he doesn't even like, you know, register them as a problem, even though they are directly threatening him. Um, huh. I don't I know. That, would see I that, don't think, but I, yeah, it's a very valid I mean, take, but I just didn't get that at all from him. Yeah, I, I guess probably like, in the context of, of the movie, he's tearing down a system that these people have established to benefit them. Um, yeah. And whether or not he intends to do that, I don't really think so. I think it just happens by happenstance. But like, yeah, I, I don't I like he definitely, you know, comes in and disrupts the order that this town has set. Um, yeah, but but he, he like also like perfectly maintains and cleans repeatedly, even after, you know, several murders uh uh actually like physically maintains the building the like the you know he like i think in his mind the animatronics are just bad actors quote unquote and not representative of the system in his mind uh which is is which hey not the the take that i think anybody was expecting out of this movie but i'm me so what do you want yeah <laughs> I mean, yeah, I, mean, I get like, it. Yeah, I mean, it's I I can kind of see it, and like I I'm I'm not gonna say that like that's a wrong take to have. It's just that I can't really wrap my head around that take specifically. Um, yeah, I guess I just and I'm not not entirely sure why. Yeah, I'm, I... it, it might just be that like I don't know. I I I see Nick Cage. I go like. He he, funny man. I don't know. <laughs> I mean, for me, the obsession with cleaning is honestly what endeared me to him. 
because um, that is what I do when I am stressed at work. So, like, mm. I have OCD, and this is such a stereotype, and, like, not all people with OCD like to clean, but I do. Like, it is actually very soothing and comforting to me, and so, like, when I'm at work and I'm having a really bad day, I will just go back and, like, scrub whatever I can, and it makes me feel better, which, like, clearly... That's not what the movie intended, but it did endear yeah. me to him because I'm like, oh, he likes to clean in a bad yeah. situation, and I like to do that. <laughs> yeah, I think I think the thing is is that I don't think that this movie intended anything. <laughs> I th- no, I think, it intended I think very specifically. A... He's following a rule that was given to him in order for him to get out of there. So, right, like, like, like I, I, I think that like, well, I guess what I mean is that like. I think that, uh, like, that the writers of this movie had a, a very particular aesthetic they were going for. They had a very particular inspiration that they were um, ripping off. Uh, the story and, is bad. <laughs> and, uh, and they, like, you know, made whatever choices they were going to make to, like, have the, like, fights that they wanted to have. Right? Like, the whole mm-hmm. point of the movie and all of the writing is to direct everyone towards where the fights and the murders are going to be. Um, and, uh, like, so, it like, any read on, like, intention or, like, themes, I think is completely outside of the movie, you oh, know? Oh, sure, yeah. I think this... Yeah. Yeah. This is meant There's... to be a, a dumb horror movie. There's uh-huh. literally a part where a, a an animatronic turtle that should not have genitals screams out my balls. <laughs> right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Or or the part like like you know we've gotten some fucking heady bullshit here. Or how about the part where uh the Tinkerbell robot and the um uh the chameleon robot uh, approach Nick Cage, and the Tinkerbell robot says, "Hey, how about a menage a trois?" Like they this also movie call is him fucking... a cowboy, right? Hey, this movie cowboy. is fucking stupid. This is a stupid, yeah. stupid movie, which I loved yeah. a lot. It was a lot of fun. I did not make that clear earlier. I liked this movie a lot. Ah, <laughs> 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 uh, I yeah, I, I like. To be honest, right, like. Like, my take about the janitor being, like, a bad dude, I don't think, like, to me, that just, like, reads as, like, a credit to the movie that it would, like, that I can extract something like that from it, Uh, whether or not it's, you know, the fucking quote-unquote ultimate take. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, I mean, yeah, I I think, like, where my <laughs> issues with the movie lie is pretty much all of the other characters. Um Because yeah. you have, like, Nick Cage doing his thing, which is very unique and out there because it's Nick Cage. And then you have just, like, these basically cardboard cutout horror movie characters. So that's, like, where the movie loses me a little bit. Yeah, yeah, I, they, like, the friends that come along, there's, um, the the two main characters are the janitor and Liv, uh, who, uh, is, uh, She's a Liv survivor. Actu- 
Liv is a survivor, so, okay. So, fucked up thing with uh, Liv's backstory uh, is that her family, uh, this, like, trap of the sheriff, and it's something that the whole town is, like, in on, uh, the uh, sheriff uh, has been, you know, sending people into Willy's Wonderland to get murdered uh, and sacrificed, which we didn't even explain why, but we'll get to it uh, for, <laughs> we'll get to it for, for a minute, like for a while, um, like since the nineties or whatever, presumably. And uh, uh, at least like, yeah, like 10 to 12 years or whatever. Uh, and Liv's family got trapped in it and got sent into Willie's Wonderland. And her parents were murdered, but the next day, uh, the sheriff found Liv as a child uh, and decided to adopt her, despite having literally sent her parents to die, and her to die as well. Yeah. Um, the sheriff yeah. is a terrible person. I'm just going to say it. Oh, She's a bad yeah. mom. At the beginning of the movie, yeah. she arrests Liv for, like trying to arson or something and she takes her to their home and handcuffs her and leaves her a bucket to pee in and is like well have a good night i'll be back soon and it's like okay that's child abuse oh yeah yeah the sheriff on top of that it's also police brutality (laughs) yeah the the hey 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 the sheriff fucking sucks like, I mean, yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. Like, we can all, uh, we can all agree. Hey, um, what if, uh, we do gotta talk about, um, the other person, the other sort of main actor that is involved in this plot, uh, Tex McAdoo. <laughs> Tex McAdoo? I think that's gonna you go mean... down as my favorite name of any, like, character that we've talked about on this Tex show. Tex McAdoo, yeah. aka the live-action version of Doug Dimmodome, owner of the Dimsdale Dimmodome. <laughs> yeah, I mean, he is like... Tex McAdoo is... He's a man uh, named Tex, so you can expect the kind of uh, um, get-up that he's wearing for most of the movie. Yeah, uh, he's he <laughs> he looks like every businessman with a cowboy aesthetic you have ever seen. Um, like, the kind of guy where he has a cowboy aesthetic, but you can clearly tell that he's never done a day's work in his life. Um, mm. Yeah, like... You know, the pristine white cowboy hat, the fucking, the whole thing. Um, uh, And to be honest, the only two things that are notable about him, other than his outfit, is his ridiculous smile. (laughs) Which he does a couple of times. Uh, like His during the flashback, looks incredibly fake. Also, yeah, it's the fakest smile I've ever seen. It is like toothless. It is like it was like where the lips are smiling, but the teeth aren't. Uh, yeah. It's yeah. It's it's. I I don't even know how. It looks like it looks like his face is a smiling mask, not a smile on a human face. It's wild. 
Yeah. Uh, and then the other most notable thing about him is that his name is Tex McAdoo. <laughs> I mean, I mean, come on. I mean, come the fuck on. Yeah. Yeah. Um. So, you know, I'm not even going to go through introducing the other characters because, like, it's just a bunch of teenagers that fit, like, those horror stereotypes. It's like, they're there to uh-huh. smoke weed and have sex and die. Yeah. Um, Even though, like, like literally right before they went inside, they were like, we are not going in there. This is going to fuck everyone up. And then, like, yeah. that same character five minutes later is having sex in, in Willy's Wonderland. Right, right. Like, <laughs> like, legit. Like, like I actually, like, really liked, I, I even said out loud, like, I hope these these kids don't die, even though I know they will. Um, like Immediately but, like, afterwards, they all make stupid-ass decisions. Right. Like, I like all those characters before they go into the building. After they go into the building, they become completely different characters who make the most stupid decisions possible in order to die. They suck ass. It almost feels like there were, like, two writers on the film. And one of them wanted to make actual characters and the other wanted to, like, just make these horror stereotypes. You know, yeah. that surprisingly, despite how many hands were on this ball, uh, because there were a lot of production companies involved in making this movie, there were a lot of hands on this ball. Surprisingly, as far as I can tell, only one person is responsible for writing it. Hmm. Which, I mean, they may not have to... had them do like a shit ton of rewrites and then just went right. with whatever they thought was most uh, palatable to the audience they were trying to get. Mm-hmm. Yeah, n- nothing to say that uh, that producers or whoever didn't like totally get their mitts all over it. But in terms of who mm-hmm. is credited, it's only one person. Um, yeah, uh, it's 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 genuinely wild. Like literally, as Marty was saying. Uh, so the characters are and Kai. I know you said you weren't going to introduce them, but I don't know their names. I'm just going to say the archetypes they are. The, uh, the first off, they're all stoners, of course. Uh, mm-hmm. second off, uh, so we've got the, uh, nerdy boy who is in love with the main character but doesn't say it. You know, that mm-hmm. guy, he's in this one. Um, we've got, uh, the, like, quiet, sort of nerdy looking background character who doesn't say pretty much anything in the whole movie. Uh, and gets killed, like He's almost the one that wears the glasses. Yeah. <laughs> uh, there's the uh, like the more like vocal dude who is the boyfriend of one of the characters, uh, who is mostly there to, uh, you know, just sort of be loud. Um, uh, and he's the one who, uh, outside of the uh outside of the building is like oh i am absolutely not going in there uh uh uh, we will all die if we go in there and then as soon as he gets into the building he's just like hey you want to go into that murder room to fuck um yeah then uh there's and then there's his uh girlfriend who i really liked initially because she has introduced you know this total like barbie girl uh, who, like, but she's as like extremely every... smart. 
Right. At like as everyone is like trying to find something to undo Liv's uh handcuffs, uh, with one of them literally like looking in the fridge and then saying, Why the fuck am I looking in the fridge? And then close <laughs> yeah. it. Like I that was so funny. That was great. <laughs> Uh, but literally, like, as all of the boys are, like, freaking out, trying to find something to undo the handcuffs, uh, she just, like, calmly walks up and undoes them with her hairpin. Um, and I really loved her before they went into the building, and then immediately Mm -hmm. after, she just, like, became the, like, you know, the... The girl who who gets her tits out in the horror movie. The the yeah. slut archetype, quote unquote. Right, right. Yeah. Um, but like, and then there's Schmidt. They, and then there's oh, I, I uh, Schmidt, Schmidt was the guy first, so like no one remembers. Him. Oh right, yeah, Schmidt was a different character. I forgot about Schmidt. Yeah, um, there's just a guy there that looks like Schmidt from New Girl. Yeah, like, yeah. He's just kind of there, and then he's dead. And yeah. that's the end of <laughs> So I guess like in way uh, I guess you could also consider the animatronics to be characters but like again there are so many of them so there's eight animatronics which is kind mm. of a lot for a movie like this um, Yeah, which on the one hand it's cool because like I do like all of their designs um, I mentioned this to you guys before we recorded but like they picked animals and creatures that you wouldn't typically expect for them to make an animatronic of like you know you're used to like your mice your bears your foxes or whatever is like easy Mm -hmm. um but they pick some cool stuff like an ostrich and like something that you would really have to work to like adapt the animatronic to that certain shape um i can run through them real quick oh Um, i was going to but yeah go for it (laughs) um so like ostrich gorilla there's um, oh they have names they all they all have names oh, i don't remember the name so i was just gonna go through I'm, all the animals i'm on the wikipedia page so i'm cheating okay well yeah. then you can do it okay well then you can do it jupiter <laughs> all right i'll do it um okay so we've got uh let's see we've got willy weasel Artie alligator who has a beret because uh, he's Ozzie, an artist He's an artist. He's an art. Oh, he's I a thought, blood artist. I thought it was a play on like he's French and he's an alligator, therefore like some kind of funny like Creole thing. I don't know. Maybe I don't know. <laughs> uh, Ozzy Ostrich. Uh, uh, this this is this one is the most unfortunate in the bunch. Tito Turtle. Um, yeah. Yeah. He's um. He's uh, a very bad caricature of uh, uh, Central and South American people. Yeah, <laughs> yeah which on the <laughs> yeah presumably the one, like no, go ahead. Sorry. Oh, I'm like on the one hand, it's like that is something that a children's place like that would do and not find offensive. So it's like I'm not sure if the movie's trying to lampshade that, but also like, yikes. Also, yeah, who yikes. fucking knows what's going on with this movie? I don't know if they're but, doing stuff intentionally or not. <laughs> but also, also, and we'll get into this in a second, I swear, but these animatronics are all possessed by ghosts. Why? Yes, <laughs> of satanic murderers. Right, so, um, so, question. If, 
if they are all possessed by ghosts, then... I don't know. I'm just saying that it's weird that the that the turtle actually speaks Spanish is what I'm saying. Like no matter like no matter how you slice it, that's a little weird because either yeah. because either it was someone who didn't speak Spanish who went into the turtle and then started speaking Spanish, which is very strange, or it was uh someone who did speak Spanish who got put into into the turtle, which feels like bullying. <laughs> yeah, it feels yeah. extremely not cool of them yeah. to, like, let so, him go in the turtle. In the flashbacks, there is this, like, guy with a big sombrero, so I'm assuming that's the oh guy who went God. into the turtle. I, did, I didn't yeah. even know. That sucks. Yeah, yeah no, no the, like, I not... have never... Yeah. No, Sombreros I mean, are, like, like, specific for, like, city. certain dresses, like, for certain... Right, like... like dress styles like the je- yeah, like more more often i you would see like uh like a um oh god what is the actual na- like a like something closer to a cowboy hat um mm-hmm. you know like a but yeah. like maybe i don't know but for real sombreros are not as much of a thing as people in america think they are um they're not yeah anyway i that's I got distracted again. Um, so, uh, Willy Weasel, Artie Alligator, Ozzy Ostrich, Tito Turtle, Siren Sara, uh, Nighty Night, which is... Nighty oh, Night is so funny. He's just, that's like, very there. funny. He yeah, doesn't he, get any lines or anything. He's just there to stab Schmidt, and then he, he dies. So, like... He, <laughs> he looks like, um... He looks a lot like uh, Arthur from Ghosts and Goblins, if that's a thing that anybody gets. Um, um, he reminded me a lot of Yosemite Sam or, um, there's like a comic about Vikings and one of them has like a red beard like that that mm. I'm not remembering what the name of is. Right Gus now. Gorilla. Yes. And Cami Chameleon. So yeah. those are, those are the, those are the pals. Um, yeah. Um... Yeah, they don't really have characters. It's easy to forget that no. the gorilla exists and the knight, to be honest. I like, to, okay, the ostrich also, I forget that exists, but like, at least for a moment, I'll remember it because he says, I'm gonna eat your face! And that kind of <laughs> yeah. sticks in my head. I'm gonna but feast the, on your face! Yeah, and yeah. then like, I don't know, by the end of the movie, you're more focused on the fact that the for whatever reason, the turtle and uh, the knockoff Tinkerbell and Willie are still moving around. So, right, uh, right. Yeah. They gave um, more character to the tur- the racist turtle than anything else, and that they, makes me yeah, a little upset. Well, like, <laughs> even the, like, even the siren, like, is super sexualized, which is weird, because I don't find animatronics no. sexy, and I don't care how many boobs it's or eyelashes even... you give them it's not mm-hmm. sexy. It's even worse because it's very obviously just like a person wearing a mascot head for mm-hmm. like at least like uh, for some of them it's like yeah it's like you know a mascot costume but like for the very specific Tinkerbell knockoff character it is literally just like a rubber head and then just like a regular Tinkerbell dress. 
Yeah, yeah, a hundred percent. It is. Well, it like, is literally just yeah. a human woman. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> and then like when Nicolas Cage defeats her, he defeats her by yeah. crushing her face yeah. between yeah. his thighs. You cannot <laughs> say that that is not sexual. Like, oh my gosh. It's yeah. so funny to me, though. Like, it's both oh funny God. and alarming. And yeah, he doesn't see, even kill see, her. He just kind of crushes her head for a little bit, and then like she just like stops moving. I think she was just kind of shocked at the idea that Nicolas Cage put his thighs on her face. And- <laughs> I mean, right. fair. Like, like it's shit like that that it gives me fuel to the vibe that that the janitor is not a good dude. I'm just saying. I'm just. I'm just saying. <laughs> yeah, I mean, like Ugh. he's very questionable. For sure, yeah. for sure. Um, okay, so I think it's it's a finally officially time to get into the um, and Marty kind of just said it earlier, but but the again the big quotes twist um, of this movie, which is explained mm-hmm. in two separate uh, sort of lore dumps in this movie, but very stupid lore dumps, which. Very, yeah. very obviously, these should have been just scenes that were at the beginning of the movie before the movie started. Or, like, you honestly don't have to explain why there are evil animatronics. Like, honestly, in a movie like this, I don't really care why the animatronics yeah. are evil. You just be like, right, somehow they right. just, like, started killing people for whatever reason, and then, you know, had it be that. But apparently that was just too silly, so yeah. to make it even so worse. The, the twist is that um, the place was started by an infamous serial killer who was also yeah. named willie and he gathered jerry up a bunch... robert willis right mm-hmm. he gathered up a bunch of other serial killers and no. they i got the vibe they just each picked a fursona basically yeah um but like no. they murdered a ton of people um yeah. while this business was operating and when they found out that the business was basically a front for them to murder whole families, they basically just, uh, um, they called the SWAT team or whatever. And then apparently before the SWAT team got there, um, they all like had performed a satanic ritual in which right. each of them yeah. uh, sacrificed themselves in order for their spirits to flow into the bodies of their personas or whatever. Yeah. So, okay. So, all right. Um, for, again, very much, this is not needed. None of this is needed. No, um, no. For sure. Like, like it would have been, one... honestly, like, so much better, right? Like, they could have totally had this backstory in mind or whatever. Yeah. And just, like, hinted at it or, like, you know, like, it would have been, like, kind of cool and affecting, right? If, mm-hmm. like... Just like at- they had just like walked into a room and there was a big pentagram there. You don't need you don't need the I, explanation. You just be I, there. I wasn't even thinking that. Like I, because you know, I would have assumed it was cleaned up or something. I, but I do think it would have been neat if like they didn't explain the backstory at all, uh, and had the sheriff like come by, uh, a- a- after all of this had happened, uh, and like have this moment of like oh okay is the is the sheriff gonna like help out at all and then she addresses willie directly 
and like we get like firsthand experience of the sheriff like directly colluding with Willie. Uh, instead yeah. of it all just being like hand waved away in backstory, uh, it, yeah. I, I feel like it would have been way more effective if we like I mean, we, saw it. We do get to see it, but like it, it very much is in backstory, which right, is, yeah, it's it's like, it's <laughs> undercut. Like any, anything is undercut. Yeah. Also, what the the say the satan. <laughs> Satan. First off, everything about this is satanic bizarre. rituals do not happen like that. Well, not at all. Not sure <laughs> for sure. But also, like, I'm not even talking about accuracy. I'm talking about how like none of this makes like because none of this is like accurate or based in reality in any respect, right? Like we mm-hmm. we can definitely you know excuse some stuff. But on the other hand. <laughs> every every part of this backstory is ridiculous. The first off, the idea that like serial kill like I can't imagine serial killers just first off being able to find each other and B being friends, you know, finding mutual bond over their serial killer like behavior. Yeah. Like I don't my, think that's my thing, a thing is I think they were supposedly supposed to be a cult, but you know, it doesn't Word. really work in context. I, I just, I don't know, like, I feel like, again, it's like there were two different movies being made. It's like, you just need to pick Mm -hmm. an angle, like, either they're serial killers, or they're Satanists. You can't have both. Right. Also, the absolutely, like, the, the, it shows in the, in the flashback, um, them, you know, walking into the, um, I think it's called the super happy room. Mm-hmm. Where where the murder where the, like the big murders took place like there were regular murders and then there were big murders that took place in the super happy room, um apparently uh like they at, very specifically targeted kids and their families like, right and that's why um, they would do the the nastier stuff right and I don't I, know the implications of that but I don't want to think about it too much I think cannibalism <laughs> is the main thing that they were all yeah. really into cannibalism is I think the, they, the thing so so they're serial killers they're cannibals mm-hmm. they're satanists they're a lot mm-hmm. they're a lot they're yeah. friends they're yeah. fa- they're a found family of serial killer cannibal hot- satanists <laughs> they make hot dogs together they, they make um, hot dogs which may or may not like- be made out of human meat yeah. This sounds like a very fucked up version of the song uh bitch by what's her name? I don't remember. Like I'm a bitch. <laughs> but right. like you just replace I... everything with like I'm a Satanist, I'm a cult member, I'm a serial killer. <laughs> I'm a cannibal, I'm a killer, I'm a Satanist. I'm... Yeah. Um yeah, so they I they... make hot dogs with my friends. <laughs> <laughs> It's never gonna end. We're getting put into robots. We are gonna kill the kids. Anyway, sorry. Um, uh, uh. So they they bust into the super happy room in this flashback and see the 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 the, the like ritual or whatever. And I could not, I couldn't not laugh at. The fact that so it's a big pentagram, which obvi- already is just like okay, you just you don't know anything. Cool, whatever. Yeah. <laughs> um, pentagram immediately, but then for some reason, 
I guess this is important to the ritual uh, for some reason. The pentagram is sort of like design, like almost like a like a you know, <laughs> like a like a coloring book is filled in. The star is filled in to look like Baphomet, which is so fucking funny to me that like, yeah. like, like oh to to. <laughs> to do the satanic ritual you have to draw a good picture of baphomet and if it's not really (laughs) good then then they won't appear (laughs) yeah they must have had a lot of spare time to do this too like if Mm -hmm. yeah yeah like uh like i guess it took a really long time for the swat team to show i mean honestly that's accurate like like jerry jerry i don't like jerry if you don't get the detail on these horns right if you don't get the detail on these horns right, Jerry, Baphomet's not gonna come and put our souls into animatronics. Like, yeah. Jerry, Jerry, like, was like just super into it. And he was like, "Hold on, hold on, hold on. I gotta get like the the breastlies and the hands and the arms. Ah, that looks right. Hold on, let me erase this." And they're like, "Dude, <laughs> hurry up!" <laughs> Uh, Jerry got yeah. put into the ostrich for that. <laughs> uh, I yeah, I love I do love the idea that that Jerry Jerry who is the the main serial killer got put into the ostrich and not Willie. That oh, was <laughs> Willie is someone else. I thought we were just making up names. No. I forgot no. that his name was like Jerry Willis. Right, yeah. <laughs> But I, mean, I love this reality. <laughs> I love this reality. Now, you know what, Jerry? You've been a real asshole. You don't get to be in Willie. You're in, you, you know, you, you, take my place. You're in the ostrich. <laughs> the one the one that's, like, actually in Willie is, like, like, the actual, like, mastermind serial murderer that, like, no one actually knows about because they gave all the credit to to jerry willis (laughs) or or is the sleepiest serial killer because uh he doesn't do shit (laughs) because because willie willie doesn't do shit for the majority willie just stands like literally as the janitor is cleaning up the room for like hours sings is is, he sings sure but like like he's mostly just standing there just like wa- literally, like time lapses go by with Willie watching the janitor cleaning up the entire facility and moving bodies and and putting his like serial killer friends in trash bags. Um, and he's just like, "All right, well, here, oh, all right, well, <laughs> let me just hang out, <laughs> bide my time." Yeah, yeah, I. Yeah, you yeah. would think that the animatronics would at some point decide to team up on someone, but they right. never do. It's always right. just like a one-on-one kind of thing. Yeah. Yeah. It, There's except... like one point where where two of them like go after one of the nerdy boys, and it's like I think it's actually the the fairy and the racist turtle, but like uh, it's yeah. a kill that like is in a um flickering room so you don't really know what the fuck is going on at all because you cannot see it yeah that scene was incomprehensible like i i i think what happened is that he got like knocked into a a ball pit but if the balls were big foam cubes yeah 
uh, and he got knocked into one of those and then eaten. But we don't see what happens at all because they just did this, like, ab- incredibly obnoxious and, like, really not good on the eyes flashing. Um, yeah. And it's not good. <laughs> yeah. That- not only that, but, like, that's very unfriendly to people with epilepsy. So, like, yeah, yeah, not, just, and not, not a fun scene at all. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, just, like, like if you have literally any difficulty uh, uh, with, with flashing lights in any respect, it's maybe one of the worst examples in any movie I've seen, I will say. Yeah. Like, I don't have epilepsy, but, like, that was headache-inducing watching it. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. It was just, it was very hard to, to sit through. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Um. So I have a question for both of you. I would love to hear it. So mm-hmm. say you are a serial killer and it's time to pick <laughs> your persona. <laughs> You're just, what would you're you just asking us what our personas are. Well, yeah, no, it's your what, murder what are... persona. That's different than your regular persona. I okay, see. I'm, I see. I guess like I guess like sports mascots are a thing too because like Nighty Night looks exactly like something I would see on a college football yeah. team. You're right. You're absolutely correct. Hmm. Um. Hmm. I think I think that it like. Whatever I would pick, it would have to be something that, like, felt totally out of... Because there were some of these animatronics that felt totally out of place for Mine a would theme be an restaurant. Anglerfish. That's an anglerfish? That's awesome. Yes. Th- that's <laughs> Just great like, shit. First, first off, it would look really... It would probably be really hard to, like, have the animatronic move at all, but, like... If it just like crawled around with its fins on the ground and then like hit around corners with the like the light sticking out, yes, perfect. Yeah, I think that because like my fursona, like my as a as a as a non serial killer, my fursona is a bat. Mine's also a bat. Oh hell yeah! Oh my gosh! Hell yeah! <laughs> Uh, so I need to, I need it to be different than that. And, uh, I think. (laughs) What? (laughs) Well, I was just thinking, right? Like, you know, you've got these like really out of character, uh, uh, or really out of place animatronics, like a Siren Sarah and Nighty Night. Uh, and mm-hmm. I was I was thinking of like, you know, who I could be that is super out of place, and for some reason, my first thought was just actually really Princess Peach, just like a knockoff <laughs> Princess Peach. Yes, honestly, I would love yeah. That, that yeah. makes sense though, because like at Chuck E. Cheese, the real life Chuck E. Cheese, they legitimately just have like a Italian pizza chef in their animatronic lineup mm-hmm. for no reason. Yeah, oh, I'm so like that. that works. Yeah, I'm uh I'm Princess Beach and <laughs> uh and uh How do you spell it? Uh well like the like the sand beach because my deal is that I do look exactly like Princess Peach. Uh except that uh I have a uh, uh, an inner tube around 
my waist, and a oh. little sailor hat instead of a crown. And those are the only, oh. di- that's the only difference. The, the dress I is still that. pink. I thought maybe it would be like B-E-E-T-C-H. Oh, oh. Like... I'm, I'm Princess Biatch. <laughs> Please. Well, I was I was thinking like beach is like a kind of tree. So uh, like... Oh, sure, sure. Or uh, uh, well... or or like um uh or like you know where when when bees really want to take a vacation. Yes, <laughs> that too. So mine, I think I would pick a tarantula. Because I just love spiders, and you could crawl. I could crawl on the walls and on the ceiling, and you have all those sick legs. Yeah. Yeah. I love. I I guess, like for context, my normal fursona is a fox, Mm -hmm. a fennec fox, and I do have a bug sona that is an ant. But in this case, I would pick a spider. Yeah. I love that. Yeah, um, that's fantastic. I, I want to come up with a name for my anglerfish, but I don't know what. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Like some, some stupid shit that like, Artie Alligator, you know. <laughs> uh, uh, I'm going to be hmm. Legs the Tarantula. <laughs> legs the Tarantula. I love that. Um, I like that. That's cute. Let's see. For, uh, for an anglerfish. I'm thinking like Aggie. What about yeah. what about Nightlight? Nightlight, that's cute. Yeah, I like that that is cute. Yeah. I like that too. Yeah, uh, but 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 you know, like it it sounds cute, but then you're in a in a dark room, and then you hear just a little like a, "Hi, I'm Nightlight." And you see this light, like dipping over the wall or whatever into the room that you're in. Like that—that's maybe mm-hmm. spooky. That's maybe a spooky mm-hmm. thing, you know? Yeah, yeah. I think it would be fun to like. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. Like, very obviously, once the animatronic is is evil, you would just hear. Lights out, bitch. <laughs> yes. Yes. Yeah. And I think, Absolutely. I think, like, for the regular, like, kind of design for it, the teeth wouldn't be so prominent. But, like, after, like, years of wear and tear, it would just, like, the... They're just razor metal bits sticking out of the face. Yes. Ooh. Yes. Yeah, I'm thinking like about that. it now. I like I like the fact that I have a a murder persona now. Uh, yes. Uh, my... So what about for mine? Instead of spinning a web, I just shoot out silly string. <laughs> oh, that's cute. I love that. That's fantastic. Uh, I uh, I I just um, have literally uh, Princess Peach voice lines ripped from the game. Uh, oh, I love it. So you just hear through some, the halls. Some of them are also Princess Daisy, though. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. They don't know. They don't know the difference. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, uh, there is like one clip of Toad going wah 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 wah, but like it's because they like really just had no idea what they were doing. Um, mm-hmm. but then occasionally, occasionally in between the uh, in the 
you know, aha, Peachy, or, you know, hi, I'm Daisy. In between all of that, you just get my real voice uh, uh, being like, I'm going to fucking kill you. You know? <laughs> I love that. Yeah. Um, I love that. Yeah. I was thinking, like, for whatever reason, when, like, when you were saying, like, very obviously random ripped voice lines, my thought was Daisy from Mario Tennis going, Nintendo! <laughs> oh my gosh. <laughs> they just very obviously have her saying Nintendo in the movie. Anyways, the police in this movie, basically they die um, because oh, yeah. the turtle comes out and kills one of the guys. And yes. then yeah, the, the, the sheriff gets ripped in half. The, the sheriff uh, uh, has like this deputy or whatever. Um, he looks like Brian David Gilbert. If Brian little... David Gilbert were like a, a middle-aged man. Yeah, yeah, something like that. Uh, and mm. uh, like... There's this whole thing where uh, the sheriff, like, is leaving the janitor to die uh, to the animatronics and sends Liv uh, away, uh, like, arrests Liv uh, and has the deputy uh, drive her home. And Liv is, like, trying to convince this guy, like, hey, it's not cool to just, like, sacrifice people. Like, if we fight back, we can win. Uh, mm -hmm. And, like, there's, like, half a second where there's, like, a moment of recognition at a deputy, whatever fucking his name is. And then he immediately doubles back and is like, no, absolutely not. I am a cop, and therefore I can do what I want without feeling guilty. Uh, and then he gets and then, he dies. and then he gets instantly murdered uh, as he should yeah. be. Um, we we love that commentary. Yeah, I love that uh, that they like genuinely do love that they're that they don't like try and give any anybody responsible a redemption arc. Like he like absolutely he yeah. is a hundred percent complicit. Yeah, he learned about this thing literally mm -hmm. five minutes ago, and he's already doing what the sheriff says without question um yeah a hundred percent um yeah and then uh uh and and uh kai i know you were trying to wrap up but we are like let's let's we're at the end of the movie i do want to talk <laughs> really briefly about um about <laughs> uh tex mcadoo's ultimate demise <laughs> oh my god oh and then and then also just like the fact that they had Freebird playing as oh, as yeah. Nicolas Cage walks out of there and he's like, "Give me my keys." He doesn't say it, but he's like holding his hand out like, "My keys to my car. Right. Give right. them." Yeah. Um. Yeah. So, it, honestly, like, we we didn't even talk about any of the specific fights of any of the animatronics. Literally, none of the animatronics pose any threat to. Nick Cage in this movie. Yeah, yeah no, they don't. The floor with they them. do not do anything to fight back against him except for Willie for like half a second. Yeah, Willie gets some scratches yeah. in, uh, and then like throws him in a ball pit, and then it's like, oh well, guess he's dead anyway. And then earlier, like as the janitor is um, crushing Siren Sarah's head, 
with his thighs, even though it was, it was supposed to be a team fight between uh, Cammy Chameleon, Saren uh, Sarah versus the janitor. Cammy Chameleon is just sort of standing there, letting it happen, even though she has a long range tongue attack. Like, you know, I yeah. think I think well, her tongue was ripped just... out before that. Oh, yeah, yeah. maybe. But but maybe. Um, uh, yeah, maybe. Yeah. I, I just I'm thinking about it. You know, watching Nicolas Cage crush your friend's head, I would be like too in awe of that to actually do anything. About no, it. you I'm wouldn't. Sorry. You would. You would get in there. <laughs> I'm no. I'm no. calling you out on the. You would get yeah, in there. No. I probably would, but like you know. Yeah, like honestly, that's what they should have been doing. They should have just teamed up on him. But oh well, their loss. Yeah, it, rip they, to them, like, but but we're different. <laughs> Yeah, it is it is very much like uh just like action movie rules where yeah. uh where they only ever fight one on one. Um Yeah. Uh which is bullshit because action scenes where a single person takes out a huge wave of folks using only melee attacks is almost always incredibly sick. Yeah. Like, like I'm just I'm thinking about that like that fucking hallway fight in the first season of Daredevil. Like, uh, it, it, scenes like Yo. that can be so fucking cool, yeah. can be so yeah. cool. And I feel like, I feel like the action scenes of this movie, like, are so one sided that, at least to me, they don't read as action scenes. They read as just scenes of violence. You know? Yeah. Um, but anyway, the janitor's fine. He walks out of the building. He absolutely destroys all the animatronics. Except. Um, uh, except for Siren Sarah, apparently. Yeah, who Apparently. Uh, supposedly he crushed to death with his thighs, but mm -hmm. I guess those big beefy man thighs just weren't enough. Just weren't enough. I could have oh, done it, but he can't. <laughs> Yeah, so the ending of the movie, you have the uh, Mr. Tex McAdoo um, yeah, kind of laughing. Mechanic with, guy, yeah. Yeah, with the mechanic, and he's like, Well, I can't believe it. That son of a bitch actually killed them. Maybe I'll open this place oh up and God, make sorry. some money I, off of it. I do have to point out that the mechanic's name is Jed Love. Oh wow. my gosh, I didn't catch that, but that is great. Tex McAdoo and. and, and Tex McAdoo and Jed Love. That sounds Jed. That honestly sounds to me like those like sound like porno names. Right. I was it gonna does. say. I was gonna say the main characters in like a romance novel. Yeah. Like. <laughs> like the steamy relationship between Tex McAdoo and Jed Love. The cover is them on they... horseback. Like a hundred percent. They somewhat do kind of have a homoerotic relationship there at the end. A little. Um, a little. A little bit. Um, and then also, like for whatever reason, Jed is just constantly chewing on a single beef jerky stick. Right. Yeah, I thought. And it was like, a cigar, I don't think he but... ever eats it. He's nah. just like he just like has it in his mouth, <laughs> which like the implications of that. <laughs> okay. I don't know. 
Yeah. You can you can read into that all you want, I guess. I guess so. Um. So we didn't like. We didn't say earlier because it like barely matters, but you know they do have the scene of throwing gasoline all over the outside of Windowless Wonderland, and they're like, "Ah, we have to go in to save the you're, janitor, even though he clearly doesn't care about us." You're throwing gas on my gas. <laughs> right. Um. So end of the movie. Uh, Tex and Jed are just like, "Ah, oh, wow, it's over. I'm so glad." You know. Um. Mm-hmm. Uh. And. Uh, genuinely, uh, uh, I will say cool, uh, like, you know, uh, a very cool, like mask of Siren Sarah with the like Tinkerbell face, but like the mouth is way wider than it should be. And you see like teeth and mm-hmm. shit. Genuinely very cool. Yeah. Uh, and it's very funny. Honestly, she, she's just said she like appears in the back of the, uh uh in like the back of the car like on the uh on the trunk outside of the car and she says thanks for coming to willie's wonderland uh i hope you had a great day or something like that um uh and lights the uh, gasoline blowing up the car and herself (laughs) she she like okay the 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 scene of it is, like, she's, like, on the back of the car, and so, like, they have, like, this, like, shot of, like, a profile view of the car as it's blowing up, and you see her just, like, fly backwards. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and it's so the, great. It's the funniest shit I've ever seen. Yeah. Um, oh, my God. Wonderful. I guess we should it's mention, so too, good. that Nick Cage and Liv do end up like driving yeah. off together um right yeah he like gets in his to... car and then she like follows him and then it's like i guess she's his daughter now <laughs> i do not yeah. think that that is going to last at all i do not yeah, like, no. like Liv is going to eventually ditch him in some town ta- but she like couldn't stay in that town like i get it yeah but like also she can't stay with this random like man like random older man yeah. This random man who has not said a single word to her, but at least he has offered her a pop, and that's yeah. great. <laughs> yeah, 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 he gives her his last his last one. Yeah, I gotta say, yeah. so, like, to me, right, like, Nick Cage in this movie has this whole thing, the janitor has this whole thing of, he is obsessed with this soda, this, like, in-universe soda. It's called Punch Pop. It's called Punch Pop. <laughs> and, honestly... To me, that red, because, like, there's nothing, it's not addressed, it's not, like, a thing, it's just a weird quirk about him. To me, it, like, it sort of gave me vibes of, like, like, him sort of, like, like, it would be advertise like, it would be, like, advertising in the movie if it was a real brand. Um, like... And I feel like it's using that deliberately of, like, constantly with these shots of these cans, constantly having, like, you know, Nick Cage holding the label out to the camera. It feels like product placement for a product that doesn't really exist, which mm-hmm. makes me, like, have this, like, feeling, uh, which, like, contributes to my feeling of the Jenner being a bad dude, because it makes me, like feel like he is like this like 
I don't know, like commercial man like he like he belongs in a commercial like he's a commercial character who has somehow made it into real life uh and you know is doing this now like i don't know like i don't feel like i have all of the pieces i don't even know if all those pieces are there but there's something to that to me of like him being like this like mythical corporate sort of dude. Um, but I don't know if I have the words to place that right now. Yeah. yeah. I mean, like I, it's weird. I can see it a little bit. Um, and like the, the point about the sodas and then like the pinball machine. Mm-hmm. And then the thing with the pinball machine where he's like very sexually cleaning it is uh, a little weird. Um, <laughs> yeah I, so like I, yeah it's one of those moments where like i c- genuinely can't tell if they're lampshading that because you know like if this was a 90s movie or whatever or even a movie with a bigger budget honestly it would be an actual brand of soda so it's like okay are they trying to lampshade that that like product placement is common in these movies or are they just not aware of that like i i don't really know what the director is doing with that or is it literally just supposed to be like the one quirk that they can give this guy to give him some sort of character right like yeah like considering that like he doesn't speak in the movie uh and doesn't like write anything down or communicate anything to anybody like deliberately ignores people um the only like method we have of determining what kind of person he is is by his actions and what he gets excited about which is pinball and soda <laughs> so <laughs> yeah. I mean, valid that's that's basically um Aaron Marty's boyfriend <laughs> yeah pretty much um so i am although he wrap- doesn't really kill people well, yeah. Not really. No, Aaron couldn't kill no, a fly. No, He's but, really um, mostly, like, he pinball and soda, and then also just, like, info dumping about uh, Japanese films from the 50s. <laughs> yeah, but, um, so anyway, I am going to wrap things up, because I have to be up at 6 a.m. for work. The last but... thing that I want to say, and this is truly the last thing, this is not even about the movie, it's just f- extremely funny to me. Uh, uh, this is just on the Wikipedia page. After the announcement, the film received a small cult following, with many comparing it to the Five Nights at Freddy's video game series. Although Parson and Lewis, the director and the writer, deny any resemblance. Yeah. <laughs> come, okay. come on, dude. Of course. Come the fuck on. Yeah. Nah. Yeah. Nah. So the, I guess the last thing I'll bring up is that that dance. So like the last scene where Nicolas Cage is playing pinball. He just breaks out and dancing. Mm-hmm. That was improvised. Oh, apparently. And I just, <laughs> I just love that. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, I, uh, that does add a lot to the janitor. I feel like there's not a lot there, so it it does add a lot to the janitor. I feel like maybe yeah. Nick Cage's whole vibe with the pinball machine, like the script just says. The janitor plays with the pinball machine. And Nick Cage was just like, I want to fuck that pinball machine. <laughs> that <laughs> Honestly, is my character. I'd believe it. Um, yeah. 
I'd believe it. Yeah. Which, to be fair, when you're given a script that has nothing in it, you kind of got to do your best. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, very um, obviously, Nick Cage is the best part of this movie. Like, <laughs> yeah, sure. Yeah. Oh, definitely. Yeah, I yeah. wouldn't. I would honestly say, like, it wouldn't even be worth watching if he wasn't in it. Yeah. Um, yeah, that's fair. Because I think without yeah. him, it's just a like standard, you know, horror movie. Yeah. Um, but I mean, it's that being said, it's a Freddy's ripoff movie without him. Yeah. Otherwise, it's like. Yeah. No, it yeah. clearly but doesn't I mean, have I... any resemblance. What are you talking <laughs> of course. about? No yeah, way. don't you see there are eight of them and like <laughs> Five Nights yeah. at Freddy's only has four? Actually, there's technically five, I think, in the original. Gosh, I can't, I've lost count. But anyway, I do actually legitimately enjoy this movie. Like mm-hmm. as much trouble as we've been giving it, because it is a very dumb film. Um, I do think it's a lot of fun. And, like, I can say I like it better than the Wicker Man remake. So, that's something. Yeah, I yeah, I really did uh, enjoy this movie quite a lot. Uh, it's, like, like I, I feel like I, maybe more than anyone out of this call, gave this movie the most shit during this recording. However, I gotta say, it was really fun the whole way through. Uh, like... It's so stupid. It's so stupid. It's the stupidest movie. Um, but like the last time I was on the show, I brought Eight Legged Freaks, so you know that that's my vibe. <laughs> yeah. And like this, this movie absolutely like captured the kind of horror movie that I really enjoy, which is bad ones. That stick to an aesthetic really hard. Yeah. Yeah. And this movie def- this movie was not scary to me at all at any point. Um, no. I mean, they did play head, not. shoulders, knees, and toes during the uh, menage a trois uh, fight scene. Right, right. Oh, gosh. Um, yeah, yeah. This, this, yeah. this movie and, is like... And in Eight-Legged Freaks, they ended the movie with a rendition of the Itsy Bitsy Spider. <laughs> so I feel like there's... Oh. Uh, I had almost forgotten about that. There's, there's, there's definitely a theme when you come on the show, and it's like weird renditions of children's songs. <laughs> apparently, apparently, I gotta. Uh, next time I come on, I gotta find another movie that fits this bit, this very weird. Age specific. of Ultron. We're not doing Age of Ultron. We can't do that. <laughs> no. I'm sorry. Like, Age of Ultron isn't even a horror film. It's nah. not even good enough. No, yeah, no. no, I refuse. Yeah. Um, oh, but yeah, thank you so much, Jupiter, for joining us yeah. for this journey. I had so <laughs> this movie fun. is definitely a lot more fun to watch with friends. <laughs> so I'm really glad that I was able to enjoy this movie with both of you. Yeah. 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 Yeah, me too. Thank you so much for having me. I had a fantastic time. While you are here, is there anything that you would like to plug? Wowzers. All right, let's get into it. Let's get into it. Okay, so. Yes. I do too much shit online. This is my curse. This is what I bear. Um, uh, So I'm just going to say all of it. Congratulations. Um, Okay, so I have three separate podcasts because I'm a monster. Uh, I have... (laughs) 
Artificial Ghost Radio, which I do with my good, good friend Miles, uh, which is a podcast uh, examining music, trying to to, uh, find new lenses to talk about music by arbitrarily coming up with the most, like, restrictive, ridiculous themes that we can to try and, like, find specific songs. Um, and so it's a fantastic time. Uh, uh, definitely, like, analysis heavy. Uh, I have Deck of Friendship, which is a podcast about uh, anime that are based on real-life games that I do with my friends Ray and Joy. That is a uh, very much a comedy show, uh, but also a review show about uh, these like children's anime, uh, and uh, it's it's really a fantastic time. Has almost all of my hardest laughs on record. Uh, it's it's so fun. Uh, and enchanting aspects is my final podcast. That is about. Uh, finding and talking about the tiniest little details in art and bringing them to the surface to, like, really highlight why these little tiny things in art uh, really make a difference on a a really tangible level, even though they're such a small part of the greater whole. Um, And I do that with my uh, other friend, Amy. Uh yeah, those are those are my three podcasts: uh, Artificial Ghost Radio, Deck of Friendship, and Enchanting Aspects. They all have a Patreon together called Art Deck Aspects uh, on on Patreon. Artificial Aspects of Friendship. Uh yeah, uh, and uh, additionally, on top of all that, because I can't be stopped, I also uh, stream on Twitch, which is like, despite everything I've just said, is probably my main bag. Uh. And, uh, yeah, I stream on Twitch, uh, a lot of Resident Evil, a lot of Minecraft, uh, Scrunchcraft is the SMP server that I'm on, uh, and, uh, just whatever weird bullshit I want to play. Uh, it's always a fun time, very chill experience, uh, big laughs, uh, uh, you know, I play the video games on the internet. Uh, that you can find me there, uh, twitch.tv slash hellprincessjupiter or hellprincess.net. I can definitely stand by like all of those. So I'm <laughs> a patron of of the Patreon for all your podcasts and I super enjoy them. I'm kind of behind on Deck of Friendship right now, but I super enjoy it and is one of my favorite podcasts. Oh, thank you. Uh, worth worth noting that at the time of this episode's release, probably, uh, all of those things are technically on hiatus while I'm moving. Because, again, literally, mo- yeah. like, <laughs> this is the last thing that I'm doing before the move. Uh, uh, yeah. But everything will be back soon. And, uh, yeah, just... I'm also on Twitter, I guess. You can follow me there, at Jupiter, yeah. Jupiter from Hell. Whatever. Ugh. <laughs> <laughs> uh. Yeah, well, I do want to, in that case, like, I do want to say thank you again for, I feel kind of honored that this is, like, the last thing <laughs> you get to do before you move. <laughs> oh, I, I had such a fun time. And I'm honestly, like, I'm really glad to have done it. 
because I don't have to edit this one. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. After after this call ends, my responsibility to this ends. Mm-hmm. And and that's great <laughs> that's for me. Feeling. <laughs> Oh, goodness. Yeah. Um, I promise to do this one justice. Oh, you um, always do. Thank you. Well, for those of you who want to keep up with Netflix and Kill, you can find us on Twitter at Netflix underscore in underscore kill or on Patreon. Um, if you have enough money, please throw it our way. Please give money to our Patreon and Jupiter's Patreon. Aww. Just spread yeah. the love. Support yeah. the artists that you love. Yeah. Give us some money! Hey, hey, <laughs> give Netflix and Kill some fucking money. I'm, I'm just saying, yeah. I'm just coming in here to say it right now. You know, I, I'll, I'll say what the Netflix and Killers won't, because I'm a guest and I, I'm rowdy. Um, give them some fucking money. <laughs> <laughs> ah, thank you. So. Oh, what's a good line to close us out? It's your birthday and we want you to have fun. Oh it's my your gosh. birthday, so let's party everyone. I'm so- That is going to be stuck in my head I- till the end of time. I'm sorry. I've just been like for the last several minutes because uh, the images of the sexy rabbit from the new Five Nights game is just still here. Yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, and I've just been looking at the at the sexy rabbit and I don't I it's just where my brain is drifting. So that's I have nothing to contribute left. Head empty only sexy rabbit. <laughs> all like, right. Well, thank you all again for listening. I feel like that and... that leaves people on an implicating uh uh end point for me. But you know what? <laughs> Deal <Okay>. with it. <laughs> I like that. <laughs> all right. Take care y'all. Bye. <laughs>